every single action that you have ever taken started as a thought. So when you change the way you think, you will change the way you act, and you will change the way you live. That is hyper-conscious. No matter what you're going through right now or ever have gone through, the only way your life changes is if you change first. That is what we are here to help you do. A huge shout-out to our friend and mentor, David Meltzer of the Playbook Podcast, for sponsoring this podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of the Hyperconscious Podcast. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode where we did a live mastermind on the 10 ways to be more consistent. We hope it added massive value today. Massive value. To you, I can't talk. Today, for episode number 418, we are going to talk about what people do not tell you about your fears. So in order to have a foreground, you need a background. What does that mean? Well, <laughs> why are we doing this episode? So let, let me provide some context. We've talked about exposure therapy in the past. There's a, a simple story. Um, Amish people used to basically do this with horses. The Haas. So basically, uh, when you have horses, they are very, very skittish around cars and vehicles, understandably, naturally skittish. So what Amish people will do is that they'll, they'll use exposure therapy. In other words, they'll find a noisy highway and they'll put the pen of the horses around the noisy highway so that the horse gets used to basically trucks and cars and loud noises. Because if you've ever been walking, uh, driving down the street and you see a horse on the side of the road, if that horse was not you know, trained to not freak out with the noise of cars it will buck the person off the horse and you could get really hurt and get run over. And so exposure therapy, that's a good analogy for all of us of like, okay, uh, I often talk jokingly that I'm scared of snapping turtles. Why is that? I grew up on a lake and I stepped on one when I was like 10. It was coming out of the brush and I was headed to my buddy's place. And the only way that I've been able to overcome that fear is to keep getting in the water, keep getting in the water, keep getting in the water. I mean, I've never once been bit by a snapping turtle it's an irrational fear. So we all have irrational fears. And I've often said about, you know, we get in our car every single day. And that's actually one of the most dangerous things we can possibly do statistically in terms of actual life-threatening stuff. But yet we're more scared of spiders. I got stung by a wasp today in my shower. Brutal. Wow. Makes no sense. That's I still brutal. don't know how it happened. I, I hate bees, man, so much. Right. So much. They terrify me. Well, maybe you had a bad experience. So I've had I've gotten stung many times in the face and it so hurts me. What we got to do is put you in a no, beehive. No, I'll, be, I'll be afraid <laughs> of that forever. Right. So I was thinking the re- one of the reasons we did this episode is because when we got in the studio, Alan and I were like, all right, what do we want to talk about? I'm always thinking of this. I'm always thinking of what fear actually is. And why it's literally an invisible fence. It, it literally is this thing that you build up in your mind that isn't real, and it controls you for your entire life unless you don't let it. Yep. Like, it is this weird thing. And I, I use this analogy in my speeches. Whatever, if you're driving, imagine that your car, the inside of your car, is your comfort zone. And you're not willing to get out of that. If you're sitting in a room listening to this, imagine that the door is the beginning of your fears. Most people don't even open the door. They don't even look. Mm-hmm. And you're stuck there forever. Here's a fire analogy. Imagine uh, you're in a thunderstorm and the power lines hit your car. You know how you're taught not mm-hmm. to touch the metal? Imagine your life, as the analogy Kevin just mentioned, imagine if you believe that touching the outside of the car door is going to electrocute yes. you. You're never going to touch it. You're just no. going to stay in the car. No. I think that's a great analogy for how 
we live sometimes. Yeah. It's, and it's interesting, too, because what people don't tell you, which I don't understand why, is a sliding scale. Fear is a sliding scale. Right. Like, when I was first doing episodes... I was terrified. I know. Like, you know, I remember early on, like, shout out to Dan Garino. For, I think uh, episode number six. Yeah. Right? Like, we invited was, him to the mastermind tonight. Nice. Yeah. I, I, like, I was terrified of that. I remember sitting down, like, to do solo episodes. Like, I don't know what the hell I'm going to talk about. I don't know what's going to happen. Like, I was very scared. I remember posting on social media. I was afraid of what people were going to think. Like, the problem is, the, the fear that you have today is so minimal like in the grand scheme of things, but the only way you'll ever know that is if you push past it. I know. The weight that you want to lift today, like I remember when squatting 135 was hard. I know. It never would be easy unless I did it. Enough it's, to get good at it's it. It's yeah. impossible until it's easy. It's this weird thing. I know. It's this weird thing, but you have to have the why power. So why are you willing to face the fear in the first place? That's a question that I would ask you. Like, what people don't tell you is that, number one, it gets way easier. And your everyday occurrence will become the things that used to scare you to death. Yeah. Right? Podcasting, um, skydivers, they might have been afraid the first time they did it. And now they do it for a job. Right? Like, <laughs> Crazy. It's, that's, that's something I won't do. I'm <laughs> afraid of that. And I'm consciously okay with not facing that fear. You ever those shows where they're swimming with sharks, man? Yeah. It's like, How? Wow. Uh, that's my first biggest fear. And here's the, the, the how is this. They've done it so many times right. that it's exposure therapy. Right. You know, remember Steve Irwin got killed by a stingray? R.I.P. to the man. And it's like, he was so used to being around crocodiles that it wasn't scary for him. Now, was there real danger? Yes. Of course. Of course. But fear, you ever hear that acronym fear? F-E-A-R. False expectations appearing real. I did a social media post on that one time. It wasn't mine. I took it from some page <laughs> I found. I didn't claim it was mine either. So for those of you out there listening right now, imagine that car and you believe that touching the doors is going to electrocute you. And then someone calls you on a cell phone and says, hey, by the way, I'm looking at your car. There's no danger. There's no power line anywhere near your car. And then you go, you change your belief. Oh, and then you open the door and you realize there was no danger the whole time. And that you sat in that car for three days. But there is some danger. Right. But it's not the danger that you think it is. That's exactly, yeah. And it's not nearly as risky as you think. Right. It's like, this, this, this would be a good analogy. Instead of it being power lines down, you get one of those like static shocks when you step outside. Right. It's like, oh shit, all right, yeah, that stung a little bit, but it wasn't as bad as I thought. You either let your fears control you or you stand up tall enough to, to realize, like, it might suck for a minute, but also the rest of my life is on the other side of these fears. Right. And most people don't do that because they don't have a big enough reason why. Yeah. Like, I'm telling you, and I always tell the story about Amy and I going to the mall. Like, for those who don't know the story, I've been telling it so, so much lately. I feel like everybody in the world knows it. <laughs> I don't think it works that way. Um, Amy reached out to me. So Almost she, nobody in the world knows right, it. Right, like, like 99.999999999% of people don't know it. Um, Amy originally reached out to Alan on Snapchat. They were talking. Amy then reached out to me and said, and we were talking for a while, you know, and she said, hey, I'm afraid to approach people. It's hard for me to have conversations with strangers. I said, oh, cool. Same. Me too. Um, Let's go to the mall and we're going to fear chase. We're going to go talk to people, right? That's what we're going to do. And she was like, all right, that's terrifying, but uh, we'll do that. Okay. This is my favorite part of the whole story. The day we were supposed to do it, I was literally looking for excuses not to you do it. You texted me that day. I'm sure I did. Yeah. I probably texted everybody. Like, hey, do you, is there anything you want to do today? Like, you want to fish? Or <laughs> right, you, right, you, right. you want to pop your tire? I'll come down and fix it. Um, 
I was terrified of doing it. Like that was a huge fear of mine. But I had a Y power. I told Amy I was going to do it. So we go to the mall. Never met this this woman in my life. She's never met me. We hug it out in the parking lot. All right, let's go do this. We ended up at the end of the day riding these mechanical. Um, motorized zoo animals around the, the mall. Amy went from being a, being afraid to go talk to somebody to having conversations with the store managers to talking to the people at the food court to talking to random strangers to riding a motorized thing around. That changed her life just as much. It probably changed mine more because I faced a lot of fears that day too. But the point is, she and I had both convinced ourselves that none of those things were possible. The second we did them, we realized, oh, you know what? It's really not that big of a deal. Like, nobody laughed at us. Nobody right. said, like, oh, my God, you're an idiot for driving that around. Right. If anything, they were jealous that they weren't doing it, that they didn't have the, the fear-chasing capabilities to do it. And now, Amy yesterday created a video inviting everybody to the mastermind and sent that to all of the people we have relationships with. Who, so basically, if you're out there listening, by the way, if you've ever attended a mastermind, we send you a reminder message uh, once a week about the upcoming mastermind. And Amy did a video. And, and like, I've watched, f- picture this. Amy at one point was scared to ask a stranger in a store about a product. Now she's sending videos to so many people. She's emailing John Maxwell's team to see if we can get John Maxwell on the show. Yeah. It's like exposure therapy compounded over time it makes like if you're out there right now and kevin talks about this in his speech cultivating confidence he said your comfort zone is a confidence zone you're comfortable around certain people because you're around them the most it's not because you're any better or worse than you think you are it's because you're just you've been overly you've been exposed to that person and just because you've I remember after my car accident, double yellow lines scared me for the longest time. I kept getting pulled over for being too far on the right side of the road. And the cops were so nice to me because I basically said, yeah, I got in a tough car accident recently. Like, double yellow lines are still freaking me out a little bit. Like, I'm sorry. And I actually popped my tire a few times because there's, like, nails and stuff mm-hmm. on the side of the road. Um, and anyways, now I don't, I don't have that fear anymore. Why? Because it's been five and a half years, fortunately, since my last car accident. It's not because I'm special. It's because I just kept facing my fear. I remember at one point I was claustrophobic and I, I used to like cringe walking through tight doorways and I just literally would puff my chest up and I would literally walk to and from the door over and over and over again until eventually I taught my brain there's nothing to be scared of here. This it was Again, after my tough car accident, I had a lot of weird PTSD-ish type of things. Because um, again, just so you understand the neuroscience of this, when traumatic things happen, your subconscious links up anything in common. So the fact that I went to the wrong side of the road and got in a head-on collision five and a half years ago, my subconscious brain linked up double yellow lines equal bad. It's not true. Just like, um, what was the story you told about you were going to a job site or a hotel or something and you were getting freaked out? Um, I, don't, uh, I don't know. You were... Something reminded you of your old job. We were in a hotel room or something like that. I oh, forget. that always happens when we travel. When we were in Florida, we were getting ready to drive like five hours to Southern Florida, and I was getting like super anxious because right. four and a half, five hours, I used to drive that right. frequently, and it reminded me we were packing all our stuff. It just reminded me of... Yeah. And this is the other thing, too. When you're driving... So when I'm going to New Jersey, like if you forget something, you're screwed, yeah. and you're probably going to get in trouble for it. Like. You know, you forget a $400 ladder, they're not going to send you to buy a $400 ladder. They, uh, I mean, they did at times. but So I remember we had needed all the podcast equipment. 
So my fear is forgetting something. And that, that triggers it. it. It is. It's all... It's all fear. It is. It's all fear. It's all fear. It's all conditioning. You know how um, if you're going to do a triathlon, it's like, ever. are you conditioned? I'm not going to. Uh, what about um, before a fight? They talk about how your yes. conditioning is tested in a fight. For those of you who have never uh, done, you know, jujitsu or wrestling or, or any of that, which I haven't either, but I have wrestled as a kid, um, just like play fighting. It's exhausting. Oh, it's brutal. It's unreal how much it tests it's, your conditioning. It almost is unreal. Right. Like, it doesn't make sense how tired how you tired get. you get. Yeah. It's crazy. And yeah. you see in movies how like there's like a fight scene. And then you see one of them like kind of give up and like let themselves die. It's because you're exhausted, you're, like that exhausted. I've, you're beyond me, exhaustion. I've been there, where like somebody has their hand like pretty close close to your throat, and you're just like, I can't fight anymore. Yeah, like, just take the choke. Yeah, just <laughs> take just me. take, take, take me. me. Um, that they just use the word conditioning off the the rails here a little bit. A little bit. Cool. So when you're training with the bag, what you're really doing is conditioning your body to be able to handle those circumstances. Yes. So the reason why I bring up conditioning is because conditioning can be positive or negative. I've conditioned myself to make sure I don't lose my temper if I'm ever unresourceful around Emilia. But in the past, my conditioning was to lose my temper at times to fight back and defend myself. And I won't go into the details of why that is, but the point is this, we all are conditioned. The, the only question is whether or not you're conditioned for abundance or for fear and scarcity so if you have a fear you can condition yourself out of it it's just a matter of being hyper-conscious and then and then figuring out a game plan my challenge to you if you're watching or like everybody knows what their fears are like you if you're watching or listening you know you're afraid of rejection if that's what it is you know you're afraid of judgment you know you're afraid of spiders of snakes of I mean, maybe some random stuff that I would never even name, right? Because I'm not afraid of it. I'm afraid of sharks. I'm afraid of flying. I'm afraid of rejection. I'm afraid of judgment to some degree. I'm afraid of heights. I'm definitely afraid of heights. I'm afraid of planes that I said flying. Yeah. Um, but it either holds you back or you decide it doesn't. Tiff, I remember when Tiff, we did an event, uh, Your World's Within Live in Florida. And Tiff was like, I really want to come to this. I know it'll change my life. Yeah. But I'm terrified of planes. I said, I am too. Like I said, Tiff, honestly, there's nothing I can tell you that's going to help you do this. You're either going to decide it's worth it for you to face your fears or you're not. And if you don't do it, you're going to regret it for the rest of your life. Because if you don't do it now, you're never going to have enough reason to do it. And if you do do it now, you're going to realize it's not as bad as you thought. And she literally, I think she said she had she hit the mini bar before, maybe. I think she said that. She yeah. Might have said that. <laughs> yeah. But I remember her texting me after and saying, like, the view is amazing. It was like the most peaceful thing ever of all time. It's like, yeah, because... It's your fear is not what you think it is. How could you understand the details of your fear if you've never done it before? I know. It's like painting a picture. Like, you know, you would never know. You would never know. So my challenge to you, after listening to this episode, this week, this weekend, whatever it is, face one of your fears. If one of your fears is talking to people, DM me or DM Alan. Or if one of your fears is sending videos, send a video to me. Send a video to Alan on Instagram at NeverQuickKid at Lazarus 88 I will send you one back for sure. But if that's one of your fears, which it is for most people, it used to be one of mine, and now we're so used to the camera. If that's one of your fears, I challenge you. Like if you really want to show up, if you really want to take something from this episode, that is what you can do. Maybe it's something else, right? Send us a... a DM, send us a video, whatever it is. But that's my challenge to you. Take this episode as a challenge. 
don't just let this be another podcast episode you listen to, you know, that you gain, I'm sure you gain something from because it's a hyperconscious <laughs> podcast. Of course you did. But take action. I'm a tactician. I want to know what to do. I am telling you what to do. You want to change your association with fears? Take action. Quick wrap, wrap up here. I was talking to a client recently and I asked her a simple question. I said, where do you feel suppressed? Like, who are you around where you just feel like you can't fully be yourself? She told me two people. I Jeff said, and Jeff. I said, okay. You've told me personally that you feel like you're not able to be fully authentic on social media. And your clients have told you that you're so playful and loving in person. And, and, and like, where is that in your social media? I'm, I'm surprised that you don't bring more of that out on your social media. And I'm guilty of this too, by the way. And I asked this person, do those two people follow you on Instagram? Do those two people follow you on Facebook? And I said, you've told yourself a story that you're not afraid of judgment. When in reality, the truth is, you're not afraid of judgment from everyone, but you are afraid of judgment from these two people. And by the way, understandably. I said, this is your homework. All we're going to do is try to be more authentic. More percentage, more percentage, more percentage. If you're out there right now, the future is definitely digital. If you've never got in front of a camera, the moment that camera turns on, it is different. It is. It's just subconscious, though. Nothing changed in the room. I'm still sitting here talking to Kevin. It's because you haven't done it yet. Right, exactly. That's all. Like We have this camera on, I don't know how many hours we've been on camera. At first, this was the hardest thing ever. Oh, I know. I know. It was so <laughs> difficult. It was unreasonably hard. Yeah. Like When we would shoot, we would say, like, hey, let's shoot a promotion for this event it took us three or four hours oh man we literally were <laughs> recording a training uh, a free training thing for you guys a free course and it literally we did it in one take the I, whole thing one take one take one take right why because we've done it we've that done used it. to scare the, the shit out of us exactly now it's become normal use the law of familiarity to your advantage whatever your fear is admit it and then start fear chasing and, and you'll overcome it you will overcome it ladies and gentlemen straight up straight up if one of your fears is starting your podcast oh wow i know a guy I know a guy. This one here, this guy here, this guy here. Uh, we'll do a free 30-minute consultation. I'm having so much fun, not only because I'm meeting people, but I get questions that I haven't always gotten, and I get different perspectives, and I get to add you know, value in different ways, whether it's the production side or the teaser clip side or the business side. So if you're looking to start a show, if you have one, if you want to monetize it, I would love to hop on the phone with you. Alan is doing peak performance business coaching. One of the best parts of Alan's mindset is he's all about creating the lists and tracking the numbers and making sure we're growing in the right way. That is why we are where we are today. If you want your business to have the same growth, Alan is your guy. Also, masterminds. Oh, also, thank you for that, man. Very I appreciate well, of it. Of course, of course. Every Monday, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, come and network with like-minded people. If you're out there right now, you most likely are growth-oriented and your environment most likely is not. Statistically, that's just the case. You can get around peak performers. You can get around hyper-conscious individuals. Join us. We have everyone put their Instagram in the chat so you can network with each other. I can't even tell you how many awesome relationships have blossomed. I was on the phone with Amy last night. She was talking about how she spoke to B, uh, one of my other clients recently, about something. It's so cool to watch people growing together outside of us. And that's what those masterminds are all about. So come. What are we talking join about? Join us. Network. Oh. Tell them. Tell the people. Tell them what we're... Oh, that's right. Tell the people. What it really takes what it really to takes. live your dream life will be the PowerPoint that Kevin gave at Top at Notch Top Live, Notch Live and, and Mass Maritime. Maritime. However, it will be revamped because yes. we've come yeah, a long yeah, way Yeah, we've come then. a long way. So, uh, guys, for those of you who haven't listened back, don't know my full story, three and a half, four years ago, I was suicidal. This presentation is what has changed my life the most over the last three and a half to four years. 
going from suicidal to thriving. This is what it really takes to live your dream life from my perspective because when people ask what my dream life is, I am living it. Uh, I want to keep growing and evolving, you know, exponential, but it's the most important things and it's, it's me taking you through my journey but also you starting your own journey and the, the tips and tricks that I would share with you to, to get where you want to go. I've seen this PowerPoint change lives, uh, not only at Mass Maritime, but also at Top Notch Live. Some people even said it was better than my speech, which it was. means it's fire. It was, it was, <laughs> it was. Uh, definitely at Top Notch, I think, because you only did half of yours, so 50%. I know. Mine would really have to suck to, <laughs> to not beat I mean? my 50%. It'd have to be like a quarter. True. All right, are we going to get out of here? Yeah, man, I think All so. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we hope you enjoyed this. Yes, join our masterminds every Monday, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. What are we doing for the next episode? This is a problem we jeffed. So, scratching the surface, we are going to do it on t- to be announced. TBD. 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 So, you'll know when you see it. Sounds good. We hope you enjoyed, and we will talk to you on Friday. Talk to you soon. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, we hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, it would mean the world to us if you would share this with your friends. And if you have any questions, please reach out to Kevin or myself. Our contact information is in the show notes, and we can't wait to hear from you. Guys, we wouldn't be able to do this without you. So if you would kindly leave us a review on iTunes, that would help us make more people hyper-conscious.